This episode is brought to you by Feldspar Ventures, an incubator studio that transforms early-stage media properties into multimedia entertainment franchises. Their team is passionate about transforming a creator's vision into reality and commercial success. To learn more, visit FeldsparVentures.com. You're listening to All Things Video. I'm your host, James Creech, and today we're going to talk about multi-channel networks, or MCNs. A multi-channel network is a media company that represents creators who publish content on online video platforms. The term was originally used to refer to YouTube networks that help creators grow their audience and monetize content. In exchange for these services, the MCN would receive a percentage of the revenue generated on the creator's YouTube channels. Now over time, that MCN definition has been stretched and evolved significantly, so let's talk a little bit about the types of MCNs we see today and what the future holds. I'll do a more in-depth analysis covering the history of multi-channel networks and other next-generation media companies in future episodes. But for today, let's talk a little bit about the different types that we commonly see present. One type that we're probably all familiar with are scaled networks. And when we think of scaled networks, we think of Maker Studios, Awesomeness TV, Full Screen, and others that have accumulated a lot of network partners and provide various services to different tiered levels of talent. On the other end of the spectrum, there are more boutique players, someone like a Studio 71 that is dedicated to providing a high service level to a smaller number of creators. Increasingly, we're seeing a number of verticalized networks as well that are focused on a specific genre of content, like Kin Community for Women's Lifestyle, Whistle for Sports Content, and Tastemade for Food Programming. We also see regionally focused MCNs, like Onlane in the Netherlands, or United Screens and Nordic Screens in Scandinavia. And finally, we have a number of MCNs that differentiate based on language. TubiTube and MeToo are great examples of networks that focus on Hispanic creators or Spanish speakers that might be in the US, in Spain, in Latin America, in Mexico, wherever they might be. Another good example of a language-focused MCN is Dewan Videos, which is based in the Middle East. They represent creators in Egypt, the United Arab Emirates, and other Arabic-speaking countries. Now, why does a creator choose to join a multi-channel network? Typically, it boils down to three reasons. They want to feel a sense of community. If I'm a gamer, I want to play video games and create content with like-minded individuals and learn and grow within that sense of community. The second reason is to grow audience. MCNs can provide hands-on service, optimization tools, and maybe even resources to help understand and better grow audience to a creator's channel. And finally, creators want to increase their revenue. This can come directly from an increase in CPM rates or ad fill rates. It can also come from an MCN's direct sales efforts. If they're selling into inventory, if they are teeing up talent integrations and branded content deals for a creator within their network. So now that the MCN business model has continued to grow and evolve over a number of years, we're seeing networks move away from an arbitrage game of aggregating a large amount of creators and monetizing predominantly off AdSense and to some extent also off of brand deals. That's kind of what I would refer to as an MCN 1.0 business model. Today, MCNs have much more varied and diverse business models. Some operate very heavily in talent management and look more like agencies. Studio 71, again, is a great example of that. Others are building next generation studios and producing digital first content. Awesomeness TV is leading the charge in this area and producing a great slate of feature films, television, web series, all geared towards millennial audiences. And finally, we have a number of MCNs that have built very successful commercial businesses, offering brand services like channel management, 
digital rights management or content claiming, production and strategy. Full screen, broadband TV, and Totem in Australia are all great examples of MCNs with healthy brand service businesses. And what does the future hold? In my mind, the MCN moniker might not last forever, but we're going to see these next generation video players operate in a multi-platform landscape. YouTube will continue to be a big part of that, but we're going to see Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and local platforms in other countries competing for audience attention and advertiser budgets. We're going to see a trend towards more verticalized networks as well. This happened with the evolution of radio in the 1920s. This also happened with television in the 1960s. You start with a format that is general entertainment, and it ultimately gets broken out into verticals and subcategories and genres. The same thing is happening in digital. We went from very broad-based scale networks to more of an emphasis on boutique verticalized networks. We're continuing to see that trend, and even the large-scale players are beginning to carve out vertical attention because it's easier to package and sell into that inventory. MCNs of the future will also be focused on multiple revenue streams, whether that's advertising and subscription revenues from SVOD platforms, merchandise, e-commerce and affiliate marketing, other transactional revenue formats, and more. And finally, the MCNs of the future will be tech-enabled. So again, to recap, the future of MCNs will be multi-platform, highly verticalized, span multiple revenue streams, and be heavily tech-enabled. There are a variety of MCN types and business models, from scale to boutique, verticalized, regionally, and language-focused. And creators typically join a network because they want to feel a stronger sense of community, they want to grow an audience, and they want to increase revenue. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of All Things Video. If you like what you hear, please make sure to tell a friend. You can also like our page on Facebook, follow All Things Video on LinkedIn, and we want to hear from you. So send us your questions and feedback to allthingsvideopodcast at gmail.com. At the end of the month, we're going to be collecting all of those questions and doing a very special episode to answer them and uh, provide additional context and detail around the things that you want to know about this industry. So thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time.